Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What do you got for me? What's wrong with you people? I got nothing for you. What, what, what's wrong with you? What's going on, everyone, and welcome to The Reformatory, the podcast for the local church and by the local church, and we are your local churchmen. My name is Josh, and I'm here, as always, with Captain Jack Barry. What's up, yes. baby? It's good to see you, man. You high, man. you high, are you, uh, you all high in the sky off of that, uh, <laughs> off of that Browns win, man? You've been riding, I've been nothing, nothing, nothing but Brown stuff on Twitter Bro. from you, man. Like you are, I you am, are living on cloud nine, baby. I'm, I'm wacko for Flacco right now. Okay. Let's, let's be honest about this. Joe Flacco somehow 38 years old, gets off the couch, throws for over almost like he, I think he's third. In his first three games with the Browns, he has more yards. He broke like a record. He's like now third for most yards um, thrown in his first three games with a team. Just insane, dude. Just some insane throws, some insane highlights. It actually is kind of fun because their defense, our defense is kind of helping us this season. So we can kind of make... Joe Flacco can throw three interceptions and somehow he has the intestinal fortitude to come back in the fourth quarter <laughs> and just sling it to, to mm-hmm. put us back in contention. So mm-hmm. it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice being a Browns fan. You never would say that, but Hey, yeah, I can't say that that is a sentence <laughs> I've ever heard Seahawks uttered fan really right now. <laughs> ever, ever. Yeah. Well, I'm neither. So, yeah, know. you know what? I'm, I'm always happy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you are, you are doing, uh, you are doing you are doing well. You're doing well, my friend. I'm glad you're happy. Um, so I, I got a funny story to tell. Okay. okay. Um at our last elders meeting uh <laughs> last week, uh, one of our elders, um uh-huh. uh it, his he he's he's just he loves giving gifts. It's like his love language, right? Which is yeah. great because my love language is receiving them. So <laughs> so he uh it's you know it's something he he likes to do. So he got all the elders. Uh, personalized gifts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so he got 
uh, one of our elders. No, he got two. Uh, let's see, he got one of our elders a like a church history uh, set, right? Just like it's a set, uh, like the, a four volume set or was something it the like Nick that. Needham set. I don't know. I can't remember. Okay. I can't it remember. Was. It could have been. So he got he got one of our elders a nice, like beautiful, you know, set of uh, church history books. He got one of our elders um, this nice uh, Schuyler Bible, right? Like like yeah. nice leather, Gold right? Skin. He, yep. He got another one of our elders another Schuyler Bible, but this one was the new, like the new LSV that's like out or no LSB LSB something like that. Um, okay. um, that's out right now, okay. right? Um, and then it, and then, he, and then it, it, and then it came to me. Oh boy. Okay. Tall I'm going to show you, I'm going to show Tall you what order. he got me. Oh boy. You ready? Hold on. I have to, I, I have to turn, I got to turn the lights off for this. Oh this is after gosh. everybody, this is after everybody opened up their church history books and their Bibles. All right. This is what I got. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Let me see if I can zoom out. Oh my Hold gosh. <laughs> wow. Look at this thing. Look at this thing. Wow. He got that me is... Darth Vader's lightsaber, dude. <laughs> oh my god. And, and it actually look, look, it like actually hits. Oh yeah. Wow. Dude. Like unbelievable. Look at this. <laughs> this unbelievable. Shit, dude. I opened wow. this up. I laughed so hard because I felt I felt like a little kid. Yeah. I felt like a little kid. And dude. I thought he was I, gonna I, give you one I, of two things. He was gonna give you something yeah. Lord of the Rings. Okay. He or, did. Like like he No, sorry, continue, continue. Or he would have given you a pipe. I felt like yeah. those are options for Josh for giving him yeah. gifts. Uh so on top of that, because I think he was like, I can't just get Josh a lightsaber. He got me a really nice copy of the Lord of the Rings. Oh, wow. <laughs> like I was literally, literally, <laughs> uh, but dude, I started laughing so hard and I was like, okay, can we just for a moment, fellas, can we look at the maturity level of the gifts here? <laughs> Bibles, church history. No, no. Josh needs the lightsaber. <laughs> Am I a joke to you? Am I a joke? Dude, <laughs> I loved it. I, I oh, dude, man, he, awesome. it was fantastic. So I got a sweet lightsaber now. Well, Dang. Jack, my friend, it's uh, before we hop into our topic. Why don't you uh, why don't you hit us with this week's reformatory cigar of the week? What do you got for us? All right, ladies and gentlemen, this cigar we did the sweet version. So Dun Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, we did this sweeter cigar called the Sober Mesa last week. We did the Holiday Blend of 2022. The week before that, the third week. Of Advent. No, I'm just going <laughs> to... Um, That's th- right. That's right. <laughs> um, the third episode in our in our December series, December's for Dunbarton, we are going with a quite savory cigar. I personally, this is probably the one of the rarest reviews. I have not smoked this cigar, but I have on good orders from several other people that this cigar is quite tasty it is called red meat lovers by dunbarton Mm -hmm. tobacco and trust it is um okay so this is 
basically like, how do I describe this? Because this is like something, it's intentionally um, to be smoked after like a heavy meal. Apparently it's supposed to like basically complement if you had like a prime rib or Mm -hmm. like a really heavy steak with like very savory elements to it. Apparently, you're supposed to smoke this after it because it's supposed to like complement that. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you smoke it by itself, it's supposed to even like kind of be be kind of like a standalone savory cigar, right? To um, to some other things, but it is it is quite the uh, so. I don't think this is going to be for the <laughs> for the faint at heart because it is it is very yeah. rich. It has a lot of dark Liga. Liga is, if you don't know your cigar terms, Liga is the tobacco that's at the very top of the plant that gets the most sunlight. That is probably the strongest tobacco of the plant of the tobacco plant. So the le- the Liga leaves right there are probably the strongest. Mm-hmm. Um, Full bodied. Um, so you're looking at a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper. San Andreas Negro for mm-hmm. binder and Nicaraguan fillers. Yeah. And you can get anywhere from a 5x54 to a 6x60, I think. And they're in 10 count boxes. And I think these are going for like the MSRP on these, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is. 12 to 15 dollars yeah so. yeah i've actually had one of these and you're 100 correct it is something that you want to if you're going to smoke this cigar make sure to have something in your stomach like this isn't yeah. something you this isn't something you start the day with <laughs> this is something that you know you've had i mean red meat lovers like it's in the it's in the name yeah, like seriously. have this after you've like had a good steak or something like that right and you're sitting there starting to wind down uh, maybe have just a little bit of like Coke, like Diet Coke or something. Just, just, and then puff easy. Don't herf on this thing. It's not, uh, oh, it's not to be finished quickly. It's a, it, it's a savory cigar that you need to take your time with for sure. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, this, um, like I said, this is a savory cigar. Um, it's been, it was actually limited. Now it's in full production. Um, there's some, there's actually. There's some Vitolas right here that are either box-pressed or within that kind of sizing. So that'll be interesting when I finally taste this. But um, the final cigar of the week will be interesting. Be another holiday. Another holiday-inspired cigar. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, that, that, my friends, is Cigar of the Week. There it is. Well, Jack, thank you so much. The the Red Meat Lover by Dunburn. Mm. Uh, and trust great stick not for the faint of heart yeah and that is the reformatory cigar of the week and you know what to do my friends go and smoke to the glory of god all right jack so as you know my friend uh in a couple days at least when this uh releases just a couple days it's christmas time Mm-hmm. I've got New Year's Eve on the horizon. Uh, been planning that for a while, writing up my New Year's Eve message as as we speak. Um, and 
I think it goes without saying, but this is a podcast, so we'll say it anyway. <laughs> um, the holiday season is something that I think brings so many mixed emotions for so many people. Yeah. I think there, there are probably the majority of people that truly love the holiday season. They look forward to it. It's something that gives them energy, something that gives them joy. Um, and it's something that, that they enjoy, you know, going through and being around right? all the lights and the gifts and the foods and all just kind of the, the focus of the holiday season. Right. Um, and that's fantastic. Right. That is that is that is great. Right. It is a very joyous time and it should be enjoyed. It is something that that uh, that that should be enjoyed together with family. Um, that is that's a really, really good thing good thing to do right however um you you choose to uh, to celebrate that um but it's it's another it's another reality and just just as much of a of a reality um that the holiday season for a lot of folks especially within local church is a very difficult season because they have memories of when these times were good, these times were joyous, and the things that made the holiday season good and made the holiday season joyous uh, are different. Often, I think most often, uh, it's usually the absence of loved ones, right, friends or family, whether by proximity or or death, right. Um, <laughs> I think for a lot of folks, they go through the holiday season, uh, and it's a very, very bittersweet experience Mm -hmm. because it gives them the opportunity to remember times gone by and when times were good. Um, But I think it also brings up those memories and brings up the reality that we live in a broken world. We live in a sinful world. We live in a world where everything is affected by the fall. And I think those of us that have kind of that reality feel that most acutely during the holiday season. Because I think the expectation is often that you're happy during the holiday season and that you're joyous and it's a time for those things. And and I think it is, but that's not the reality for a lot of folks. There's a lot of folks that wish things were different and remember when things were different and that can cause grief and sorrow and put a, a different, uh, a different reality over the holiday season that I think a lot of other people don't really have to deal with. Um, so, Jack, something I wanted to talk about today was how how do we, as the local church, come alongside those in our body that that are going through the holiday season with that being a reality yeah. that it's it is it is a mix a time of mixed emotions for them. It's a time where, you know, they they might have good times, they might have joyous times, but it is also marred by the effects of whatever it is that that causes that grief, right? Because I think and we in the church need to be the ones that are the most comforting in this time to those people. Because 
that's what the message, the true, again, the true message of the promise of Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Is that this child in the manger mm-hmm. came to redeem. He came to redeem the evil. He came to redeem all of this that, that, that we experience. Right. Um, and we long for that. We have an inner longing for that promise to be fulfilled, right? So I want to throw it over to you first, man. Like when you kind of think of this topic, like what are what are some initial thoughts that you have on how we can be caring for folks in our congregations? Yeah, I think that um, lately it's been interesting. I know in my local church, um, right around Thanksgiving, actually, there was a there's quite I'm trying to think of this. There's a contingent of single folks in my church. And so a lot of the times, and even people ask me this, like, hey, are you guys doing anything for Thanksgiving? Um, We were kind of going through some family (laughs) stuff (laughs) like other people Mm -hmm. were. So we're like, "Eh, we'll see what's going on. So um, anyways, we... I think it's right around this time too. A lot of people have been asking, like, do you know, asking other people if they're away from home. Some people, mm-hmm. you know, are not Washingtonians. And so they go back to, you know, their home states during this time. But a lot of people too are just like, Do you have a place to to eat at or something like that? I've been hearing a lot of that yeah. in the local in my local church lately, which is nice and always refreshing to hear because it shows mm-hmm. like you're not having to be prompted by anybody you're just you're automatically living that out um to show kind of love and care for people so there's that aspect um i think the difficulty that people may have is during this time it'll it'll bring up a lot of pain and grief over many different things i mean i remember It wasn't the same. It wasn't Christmas, but it was basically the week of my birthday in uh, 2017 where my dad's fiance. So this woman that my dad had dated, they were going to get married. My mom had passed away in 2011 mm-hmm. and she tragically died in a car accident and her mm-hmm. son was in the car with her and he survived and he's he was in his early 20s at the time with his girlfriend. And so it was just really tough because it was still snow on the ground. Sure. Um, there's sure. a lot of grief, a lot of stuff to process. So it still felt extended in that time period too. Um, but yeah, it's just difficult because um, it gets darker earlier. Um, you're kind of, <laughs> you go to, <laughs> the old adage, like you go, you go to work in the dark, you come back in the dark. Like there is no sunlight. You don't see any sunlight unless you're in a building kind of thing. Right. So that has an effect on you. And I get that. Um, and then on top and like topple that with emotional grief and stress that you've probably been dealing with. And yeah, it's pretty rough. And so I think that, I think this couples well with the episode we just talked about with isolation. Because I think this time helps, kind of nudges you in the direction of your local church. And if you have a really Mm -hmm. good local church, those people are going to love you in a way that you may not know of (laughs) or have not Mm -hmm. felt in a long time. 
Sure, um, sure. And I just and I've and I've been feeling a lot of that in our local church lately. I think primarily it's because I don't know. I think the Lord's. I don't know if it's because we're in Acts and we're talking about the Holy Spirit a lot. I don't know if it's the Holy Spirit that's <laughs> that's kind of imparting this like love onto us yeah. as well. I know it's Him, but right. I haven't seen that in many different years. And I don't know if it's because 2023, um, I don't know the, the years after 2020 have been kind of like let down, so to say, I don't know. Sure. And so (laughs) like, let's be honest, like they've kind of felt like letdowns ever, ever since, you know, 2020 went. So, and it's always kind of been like these different narratives return to normalcy, whatever that means, stuff like that. Um, it like wears on you. And so part of it is, do you during this time seek after, uh, kind of your, your own mental welfare within local church members and kind of talk it Mm -hmm. out? Or do you do that alone? I think we've kind of answered that in the previous episode. And I think this episode is more along the lines of saying how, great and marvelous it is to be amongst people within your local church during this season of advent Mm -hmm. of Christmas, right? Because it gives you kind of this communal hope together versus an isolated kind of despair. So, yeah, that's hundred percent right, man. Yeah. I think, you know, if a local church is functioning the way that it should, if it's functioning correctly, right, we, we are aware of those individuals in our church where this is a reality, right? Uh, definitely the leadership, the elders, right? But hopefully also the members, right? Is because we're yeah. involved in each other's lives and we're we're committed to to you know to being in each other's homes. We know when people are having a hard time, right? And then again, like you said, coupled with the, what we talked about last episode of you having the mentality to not only know people but also to be known and not try yeah. to self isolate, to be open. And honest about the things that are going on in your life so that you can be you can be cared for within the local church, right? If both sides of that equation are doing what they're supposed to be doing, then we have a local church that is functioning the way that it should function when it comes to caring for one another, right? And that's very vital during these times because you have, like, like we said at the beginning, you have a lot of people who are going through this holiday season, looking at everyone else who's having a very good time, right? And wishing that they could have that again, right? And I'll be 100% honest. Like, I I find myself being one of these people. Holidays are rough for me for a for a, a myriad of reasons, right? I and, and I think it results in me, I find it results in me trying to be the the super like Christmassy guy. Right. And, 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 and sometimes it works. Like, like, I don't think it's out of, I don't think it's out of some sort of, you know, false self delusion. Uh, you know, I, I do, I do believe that, you know, if I am being self-focused in the times when I am grieving, it's not going to do any good. Right. And, and one of the ways to get out of that is to be others focused and then obviously Christ focused. Right. And that's something I try to do for myself and something I try to encourage others to do as well. But it's very, very, 
encouraging to me when I see brothers and sisters in the local church coming alongside each other, loving one another, right? Uh, checking up on one another, especially during this time, right? So you, you know, as the listener, think through the people that are in your membership. Think through the people that are in the, your church. Maybe they're in leadership. Maybe, you know, it, they're on the deacon team. Maybe they're just, you know, they're a member at the church, right? Think through those individuals, right? And ask yourself, how how can I be a loving support to these people, especially through this holiday season. Now, again, some people don't need it. Some people, the holiday season, that is their jam, dude. And they are having the time of their lives. They got the lights out. They got the Christmas music, man. And it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And and you know what? Here's the thing. This is something to be careful of also, right? If you are the person, right, who's who's not that way during the holiday season, guard yourself from jealousy and anger from those that 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 are having a good time and that are having joy because that joy has been given to them by the Lord. And that should be something to be encouraged, something to be, to be loved. And that should be like, when I see that in the faces of, you know, people in my church, when I see that in the faces of the kids, right. I can have one or two responses. I can one response. I could be like, well, they just haven't lived the life that I've lived. And, you you know, just wait, just wait, you know, you know, give them a couple of years and reality will hit them in the face and they won't be so happy. Right. Yeah. That can be that can be that can be the first response. Not very gracious, not yeah. very nice. Right. That is very that is a very yeah. that is a that is a response that is born out of my flesh and born out of out of a heart that that, you know, where misery loves company. Right. Yeah. The correct response is seeing that joy and thanking the Lord that they have it. Lord, thank you for giving yeah. these people that joy and that happiness. Thank you for the smiles that are on their face because I love them. I want them to have that. I want my people to have joy. I want my members to have joy. I want the kids in my church to have joy. And yeah. the holiday season is something that brings a lot of that. And I am so thankful when I see people in my church enjoying Christmas, right? So have the correct mentality, right? Think yeah. correctly, think biblically, think graciously like Christ would, right? And then go out of your way to one, support and encourage those that are very joyous during the times. And then also coming alongside those who are having a hard time, right? Rejoice with those who rejoice and we weep with those who are who, who who weep and your role in that person's life is to remind them to come alongside them and remind them that Jesus is with them that Jesus cares Jesus loves them that although we don't understand why things are the way they are and why circumstances have worked out the way that they've worked out we are waiting for the ultimate redemption that has been promised to us when Christ makes all things new, right? That is such a comfort to me. And that is such a comfort to those people that find themselves in that grief during the holiday season, right? Be Jesus to them. You don't need to preach a sermon. You don't need to come up to them and say, well, you know, God's sovereign. So because God's sovereign, you should be happier, (laughs) right? Anybody who's gone through grief knows that that's not comforting, right? 
but bring them Jesus and remind them of Jesus, right? And 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 be a support to them. Be a support to them. Yeah, and you can do this. And I think that oftentimes we so much think that the onus is on you in order to do this. But mm-hmm. really, like, you can – it really, like, look at ways to fellowship with other people in your church – to bring about maybe just like a, a bit of hope. So why why I say this is because um, last Saturday, uh, our church participates in a program called Angel Tree. Mm-hmm. Um, it basically is a program to where you you start to give gifts to the families of incarcerated people, um, so that they can have some sort of semblance of Christmas. Um, yeah. even though their loved one is imprisoned. Um, and that's tough. That is yeah. tough. <laughs> um, and I went yeah. to two houses on Saturday with my son, Theo. I had him in tow too. Cause <laughs> if there is one thing, starting him early, people, man, starting him early. People, people, if there is one thing that'll give you hope, all you mm-hmm. have to do is sit my son in front of you and he'll smile at you. He will give you hope somehow, okay? Oh yeah. He'll give oh, you yeah. hope. Like he'll he'll yeah. entertain you, okay? So I went to yep. uh like a grandpa and a grandma <laughs> and he was just super appreciative and he and this grandfather was just like this is amazing and I got to pray with him. Um so there's stuff like that and then the other family as well too just incredibly like taken aback yeah. and wondering where this generosity came from and, you know, taking some time to understand, you know, these are people in my local church that donated these gifts and we wanted to bless you and, um, take time to pray with you. So there's stuff like that. That's just like very, when you do that in a group of people and you all have that same mission together, you don't feel so much alone. And -hmm. sometimes you need that kind of hack to, and I say like life hack, to like get outside yourself and yeah. and see how sometimes how fortunate you are versus other people. Cause other people sure. have it really tough right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. Way tougher yeah. than, than most of us listening maybe on the podcast. But, mm-hmm. but when you get outside yourself and, and you have, and you're empowered by kind of this advent kind of spirit in a way in which you're, you're wanting to join with, ancient Israel in longing for the Messiah to come back, longing mm. for the Messiah to take back his throne, longing for the Messiah to correct all things. Like when you do that in a, in a corporate way, when you get out your side of, of kind of yourself and you start to think about that with other people or do something with other people that may bring other people hope where you have some hope, but you're dealing with some stuff but at least you can give that hope to somebody else. It just changes your dynamic. Like it really impacted me for the rest of the day because it brought me outside of myself. I was really thinking and praying about those families. And then you start to reflect upon how God has blessed you in these certain ways. And so I don't know, that's kind of just like this very simple act that can just very much get you outside of yourself to think about Mm -hmm the blessings of God, maybe if you weren't kind of cooped up by yourself, sure. just thinking about that yeah. alone. So, yeah, no, absolutely, but. man. Absolutely. Yeah. I think one of the greatest, one of the greatest antidotes for 
grief and sadness is is service. It's service because there's 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 just there's something that happens when we are you know almost forced to take our minds and our focus off of the circumstances that we are in and we place them on loving someone else right um there is purpose in that and there is joy that is found in that and that is often something that i will encourage you know others to find you know, because it is, it really is an amazing antidote to grief and sadness. Um, f- absolutely for sure. So, you know, whether, whether you're listening right to this and you, and you, you're a very Christmassy person, you're really enjoying the holidays, right? Which if you are, that's fantastic. I'm super happy. Like I, I, I genuinely am. I think it's really, really cool. Or you're a person that maybe is a little bit more, a little bit more melancholy, you know, maybe, the family situation isn't the way that you want it to be. Maybe there's there's pain there, right? And separation there. Maybe, you know, the work situation, the finance situation is stressful, right? Maybe there are relationships, you know, you know, outside of that 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 are that are that are causing you, you know, grief. Maybe you have lost a loved one, right? And you're remembering Christmases that have gone by when your family was was whole and now there's a fracture there, right? Whatever the case may be, I, I truly want you to know that you have an advocate and a mediator in Jesus Christ that understands the pain that you feel and that the pain that you feel right now, that sense of loss, grief, sorrow, sadness, that is the reason that Christ came to this earth to begin with is to deal with all of that. All the effects of sin, the effects of the fall, the brokenness that we all share and feel, right? All of that has been placed on the shoulders of Jesus Christ. And that is why he came as an infant, right? So when you go through this season, right? And this is something we're going to be obviously touching on Christmas Eve as well. Don't ever separate the the manger, right, in the in the cave from the empty tomb. Right? Yeah. Because that child came with a reason and for for a reason, and that was to redeem his people. And you have been redeemed, you have been set apart, you have been cleansed of the shame and the guilt that come from that sin. And because of what Christ has done, because that tomb is empty, we can look forward and long for the day when Christ makes all things new. And that brokenness that we feel, that grief that we feel, the sadness and the sorrow will be gone. It'll be gone. And there's much hope in that. There's much hope in that. And I understand that it's difficult. I understand how hard it is at times to focus and look onto that hope. But that is our anchor. That's our anchor, not only in the holiday season, but in life. That is what we cling to in times of, of need is the promise of our savior, what he has done, what he continues to do for us and what he will do at the end of the age when he comes back and makes all things new. So cling to that hope 
And you, listener, if you know of someone in your church that is having a rough time, a rough go of it, remind them of this hope. Bring this hope to them and remind them that Jesus is good, that he loves them, he is here with them, and so are you. So are you. They aren't on an island alone. Jesus has Mm -hmm. given us his people, and there is great hope and great joy to be found in that, even in the midst of sorrow and grief. And I can attest to that 100%. So go be that encouragement to your people in your local church. Bring them the joy of Christmas. Remind them of the promise of Christmas that will one day be ultimately perfectly fulfilled when Christ takes all of this away or if, you know, if the, if, if the Lord should tarry, we meet him, uh, in our heavenly home and all things are made new. Great hope found in both of those promises for sure. Yep. Jack, my friend, I would like to wish you, sir. Well, she has, she has, and I would like to wish her and I would like to wish you and our listeners a very Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. Uh, Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, sir. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's Christmas time and the Lord is good. Jesus is on his throne and he makes all things new. And that is that there is something to be joyful about there. Right. So Merry Christmas uh, to to you. Merry Christmas to our listeners. Jack, my friend, uh, why don't you why don't you in, in the in the light and in the joy of Christmas frivolity. Why don't you get us out of here, my friend? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you appreciate our focus on your mentals, so to say, your mental health mm-hmm. during the holiday right. season, um, you can follow us on different platforms and ask us questions and hopefully not lose your mind on them, mm. whether that be uh, they are called the sociables. Sorry if I didn't make that clear. Um, you can follow us on these sociables. And send us a message, DM us, give us uh, episode ideas, ask us questions, anything along those lines. Uh, These sociable platform uh, accounts are here for us to engage with you, the listener, but also for you to ask us questions as well, too. So you can follow us at the Facebook, the Metaverse, the Instagram, the Global Chocolate Marshmallow, or the sociable formerly known as Twitter, X. Um, you can follow us at all of those sociables at the tag at Reformatory Pod. Josh, you can tell the lovely people how they might give, spread some more Christmas cheer, maybe, and and help us out. Maybe just just give, just just can I have some more, please? Can I have just some, some tuppence? <laughs> some tuppence, please. Some tuppence, sir, for the Christmas goose. The Christmas goose. <laughs> Uh, yes, there are many ways you can support the Reformatory. Uh, one is if you are on Apple or Spotify, give us a rating. Five stars. That would be fantastic. Give us a little Christmas present of a five-star rating. Maybe wrap up a little review, maybe in a nice red bow, and send it off to us. Mm-hmm. Tell us uh, tell us what you appreciate about, about the podcast. We'd really appreciate that. Uh, we are on YouTube, all right? So if you want to watch this as well as uh, listen to it, you can head on over to YouTube. I think it's just youtube.com slash reformatorypod. Like, comment, subscribe, ring the little bell for notifications, as the kids say. We really appreciate that. Last but not least, we have a Patreon. A Patreon in which uh, a much frivolity happens. So if you <laughs> would like to join that Patreon and get bonus episodes every week, 
Uh, you get this uh, access to this episode early. You get exclusive access to the reformatory chat. Uh, it's pretty great. It's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun over there. You two become a Patreon supporter for $5 a month. That's all it takes is a $5 holla. You can give more if you want, but it's 5 bucks. That's all it is. And if you choose to do that, our pledge to you is that your name shall be hallowed. Hallowed, sir. Hallowed. Hallowed through the halls of the podcast. That is our pledge to you. My friends from the Reformatory, from Captain Jack and I, we wish you all the absolute merriest of Christmases. We hope that your homes are filled with the joy of laughter, good food, good drink, good cigars or pipes, and ultimately the joy that comes from the gospel of Jesus Christ living in our hearts and as we look forward to the day that he returns and makes all things new. So we love you. We thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you on the next step. Lightsaber (laughs) of the Reformatory. (laughs) 